0: All right. I was gonna actually start um singing New York by um Alicia Keys then, but I'll save everybody's ears, you know what I mean? It's probably not a good idea.
1: Yeah, um, no, definitely
0: not. No, definitely not. Well, why New York? Why are you going to New York?
1: Um, so before COVID I was meant to move there, then COVID happened and this is just the first time I'm kind of able to properly go since then. So it's so the next one. Just try it out. I've actually, I've lived there twice before. I did two J1s. It's like a VZ you can get when you're a student in Ireland. I think you can get in the UK so. Um, And I just, yeah, I just said I wanted to give it a go after experiencing it those two times. So we're going to see.
0: Wow. How long are you planning on going over for?
1: No idea. I genuinely cannot plan things like even say like I'm so spontaneous and like my decision making. So, started the year moved to Asia to Bali, um. Then I took like a random trip to Australia. I loved Australia, so I could end up there, but it's more so to try things out. Like I really enjoy new places, Mm. well, say new cultures, new things, and just adventure. And I work really well in cities, so I was living in Dublin there for like a year before i went to bali and just even my work ethic productivity and everything just soars when i'm in a city so i just give it a go and see
0: yeah there's a little bit of hustle going on right like people just want to do things and and progress and it, it really does light a fire in your ass
1: 100 if you want to put it that way yeah
0: <laughs> Wow, well, it's true though right <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah I've never heard of it said like that. But yeah, it does like the fire.
0: I'm English, mate. Come on. Like, I come out with shit. I
1: know. This is the start of it now. Let's see what else comes out in this,
0: yeah, this conversation. Here we go. You know, we're going to end up headbutting the screen at each other in a minute.
1: I'll start saying mate now no time. You're right, mate. Do you not say it? No. We say lad. what's the crack lad.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, well, you say lar as well, right? Just like the uh, buddy Scousers
1: Lads.
0: No, LA, La.
1: No, we don't say do
0: that. Oh, maybe that is just the Scousers. Yeah. You know, we don't you. talk That's about disgusting. them. We just kinda of carve that part out of the UK and just let it let it float. You know what I mean?
1: Sips tea. <laughs> I am uh, maybe a Liverpool supporter myself, but we won't go any further into that um conversation. Uh, <laughs> into that topic.
0: The- we love to hate you. <laughs> I'm Mike. <laughs> Mate, I wanna jump in. You did a retreat.
1: I did. I finished my second retreat there yesterday.
0: Whoa. Talk to me.
1: So, um, one of my main... Pa- well, obviously, fitness, exercise has always been a huge passion of mine, hence me being a personal trainer, sports nutritionist as well. Um, but over the last year or two, I've really, really dove into like all things wellness. Um, now, my work is primarily... No, yeah, my work is all online. Um, but a sense of like connection and community with people is one of like my passions I would say or like really strong interest of mine so I wanted to like put together an event for people to come and connect but also movement for their bodies and also my background like I went to university and studied psychology so bringing psychology into that as well again it all kind of goes into well-being so it's like mastering your mind taking care of your mind taking care of your body so yeah actually with Amy is my my job it's my brand I suppose you'd call it so just made active with Amy retreats and I had my second one yesterday
0: wow how did that go
1: it's great um I was absolutely buzzing I got such a nice location so it was by the sea in this so I'm from County Clare West Ireland so West Ireland um and just everything was just so zen like you think you'd be stressed like organizing an event to make sure everything goes smoothly while also Giving a really long psychological psychology based chat, you think you'd be like stressed for today. day. The minute I got there, I was like, "Oh my god, no! This is so relaxing." Um. So yeah, no, it just went great. And I wanted to talk about the venue, not even things that happens during the day. Like, but no, it went great.
0: Wow. So, what pillars did you end up attacking? What do you, What do you do in this retreat?
1: What do I do in the retreat?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to me. I'm interested
1: so starts off the day with yoga so it's a beginner friendly yoga usually because people that kind of well you will have like intermediate you will have advanced but again we start with like a restorative kind of yoga flow um i got a yoga teacher in to do that um so everybody starts off that then afterwards you go into a meditation so a 45 minute meditation again i hired someone to come in to do that as well i could do these things no nah, not the yoga i'm trained in meditation but I just feel sometimes there are people better off in these, mm. um, that do, do do these things. Um, and I want to provide the best service possible for everybody that's bought tickets and is attending. So anyways, had a meditation teacher come in. She was absolutely amazing. Then you know, there was food and whatnot, mingling. And then I had three psychology-based chats. So first one was on career growth um, and then optimal performance in work and life. Then the next one was on neuropsychology. And just like basically speaking of the psychology behind our brain, um our reactions our behaviors manifestation visualization all that but with a science-based approach and then I did um because m- well my background is in psychology but I like to simplify things a lot so I don't actually use psychological terms like I could use psychological terms but people listen to me like what the hell is that like what is a I can't even give an example of one now on the spot <laughs> but if I to do a chat and I was to use all these psychological terms people like "What is to talk about so basically I base my talks then around mindset just like simplifying topics um around like emotions well-being all mindset and just really like reprogramming our brains and our perceptions and how we perceive situations and the shit stuff that life throws at us so yeah
0: mm. wow that's it. you know that's i would <laughs> i would say it was uh you know worth the while worth going
1: oh yeah I'd I'd hope to think so anyways like the feedback from them are always so good so yeah no it's great um again like with my job it's quite isolating online so it's even great for me to be there and meet people and meet um like my followers or my clients um in person face to face and like that's something I just I absolutely love because I'm such a people's person like I love people so it's Mm. although it's great for everybody attending it's so so good for me as well so I really really enjoyed them
0: Mm, mm, for sure you're going to get so much out of it like especially when you see it kind of come to come to light right rather than just through a computer screen it's just going to light you up even more mm-hmm. and um, set more fire underneath your ass if we're going to stick with that <laughs> same one you know
1: 100 <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent
0: um so you mentioned something <laughs> yeah, no, about...
1: honestly, definitely.
0: oh are you there
1: i'm here can you hear
0: me mega yeah, yeah yeah so you, you mentioned something about um community and connectivity right so how do you how do you build that Like I've noticed um even just walking the streets you know post-covid everybody's a little bit wary of everybody else you know there's a it's kind of like an elephant in the room we're looking at each other through through a glass window right rather than sat in the same room and it's this aura of like standoffish behavior so how would you uh how would you go about creating that
1: Um, I think the first thing is is to make it known that even say for me for example and the speakers and everyone I had come in I even like I'd already like prepped the girls not even prepped the girls beforehand but I'd said it to them I was like the vibe I want in the room is informality and I want everybody to be seen as if everybody's equal I don't just because you have xyz qualification and you are teaching today amazing but I don't want anybody to feel like you're superior to them because we're all human and nobody's superior to each other so it's coming down to that level of being a human being and human beings aren't perfect. Like even with my talk, if I mess up, I'm like, oh, I wasn't meant to say that yet. I'll say what I was meant to say now. And like, just make it extremely informal. Like there was no microphones. There was no standing up talking. I was sat on the stage with my legs crossed. I had my sheets in front of me. I was like, guys, if I forget something, I'm looking at the sheet because I want you to take in all this information. So that's the first thing. It's informality. I absolutely adore informality. I just, it just, it's human interaction and humans are informal and humans are imperfect. So informality is perfect for me. Um so that's one thing. And then the next thing is just vulnerability. So actually just opening up not even opening up, should I say, but being an imperfect human and letting people see that. Mm. And when like even for example, like I always talk about like do I run a business and stuff and people see me in a certain light or because I'm on social media they may see me in a certain light. But I'm like at the end of the day, I'm a normal human being trying to figure thing out figure things out just as much as everybody else is. And and letting people know that um and even like something so small one of the speakers was like this is actually my first talk today i'm really nervous and by her even saying that to the room everyone's like oh she's like oh she's nervous too she's you know so it's yeah it's um vulnerability and informality for me they're two absolute key components yeah to compete yeah
0: those two i <laughs> uh, i love you for saying informality you know, that fucking resonates me, with me so much. I think um, everybody tries to be this this prim and proper version of themselves, right? And I don't get it, mate. Like, I just end up switching off. I'm like, okay, you've lost me. You know, I'm a little bit, I'm blonde, you know, so I'm a little bit sporadic upstairs anyway and super dyslexic. So if you write something on the board, I can't read it, you know. But if, you've, if you walk up with a suit and tie and you're like, okay, sir, your honor, you know, I'm like, I'm out, man. You know, I'm from West Side of Manchester. Uh-huh. Like, I'm talk shit with me. Call me the Milky Bucket or something. You know, like let's 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 even run with you,
1: this. Even when you email me, so when you email me to, to ask me to come on this and you were like, Right, well, boss, all right, mate, I was like, I love this. <laughs> I hate formal emails. I even said it to my sister as like I'm going on this podcast and this guy is a bit of me, the way he was emailing and just the way he was using words. I was like, I love this.
0: <laughs> that's all you're ever gonna get man like I'm like Good I'm sorry though. but it's not gonna change the way I am like I used to um,
1: never do what
0: was it I mean you know kind of the late Lizzie I'd be like listen I'd be the first person to say cunt in front of the queen you know I'm just like I don't care like it's just where people where it's just words we're communicating in a way and like you know just walk the way you walk talk the way you talk like just kind of you know show me a little bit of um say something fucked up, you know, it's, it gives life a little bit more sustenance.
1: And a little bit more zest. The thing is like, when you're, when you're, when you're informal, you're actually, you're acting like you're like who you are as a person. And that's going to attract like what likes you're going to attract more people like you. But if you're putting up a front on this perfectionism, that's not even a thing you're number one going to feel uncomfortable because it's not who you truly are. And then you're going to attract people that you are, you have no idea who they are, what's going on, and you're not on the same vibe. So informality is king. Informality is king.
0: Yeah, I agree. And um, it's funny the amount of times I'll end up getting bloody disciplined when I'm um, coaching within a gym and it's like, no, 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 Alex, we can't. We can't say that. And I was like, can not say what? I was like, you can't say fuck. I was like, that doesn't make no sense, man, because we're all adults in this room, you know, and people are going to relate to that, you know, I'm here to connect with these people so then I can help them. If I stand at the front and put on this facade, right, they're not going to connect with me. They're just going to tap out and then you're just going to rob them blind and take their money and we're not going to help them. So it's like, what, what are we in the business of? Robbing or helping them?
1: Yeah, just being your true self and not a lot of people are so super important
0: Mm, so where would you how would you advise someone to get the confidence to be their true self
1: I think the first step comes with self-awareness so many people go through life and they actually have no actual idea who they are because they don't ask themselves the questions you need to ask yourself and they don't get to know themselves like even if I was to like We'll ask other people a million and one questions to get to know them. But then you're when it comes to you, do you actually ask yourself to get yourself to get to know you and what you want and what you desire and what you want to go after X, Y, Z? So I think, yeah, first step, self-awareness, questioning yourself. I actually journal quite a lot. So journaling is huge. I just brought out a journal ebook with prompts to help people with that because people find it so, so difficult to ask themselves the uncomfortable questions. And there are comfortable questions, too, of course um yeah, self-awareness and then the more self-aware you are the more accepting you can be of yourself and the more accepting you can be of yourself the less you care what other people think so that's the first step and it all comes like snowball effect after that just become aware of who you are
0: yeah I was having a conversation last night with a very good friend of mine and it was like we said exactly the same thing of we ask other people so many questions right to be able to get to know them and understand them etc etc but how many people ask themselves those questions? And I think um I think you have to be in a situation where you you kind of force to ask yourself those questions. You know?
1: I think that's the start of it. Yeah. So like it would probably take someone in their life for something horrible to happen for them to really be like, oh my God, I need to sort my shit out. And if that means getting to know myself, I need to do it. Or I like I need to heal from something. I suppose other people use that terminology as well. Yeah. Um But it's so important. And you know what? Self-awareness is so attractive because when you know who you are, you know what you're going to put up with and you know what you're not and you know where you want to go and you know what your goals are and you know everything. And it is a continuous life thing you have to practice.
2: Mm.
1: But starting is the first step in it and everything else becomes easier. Now, with that being said, confidence takes a lot of time and there are people that will care a bit more what other people think versus other people. It's just based on personality and who a person is themselves and it will yeah like I mentioned take time to build up but even just beginning and making the conscious decision to want to get to know yourself more to Mm -hmm. change then becomes easier once you just begin
0: yeah and even if you do have a tendency to to care a little bit more about other people's opinions right if you are aware of that you can start to understand it you know and you can kind of divert yourself on different paths in whatever environment dictates right
1: and start questioning yourself, be like, why do I care so much? Why did this bother me so much? And then by getting the answers to that, you know what mm. the root cause would be. And you can if you want to avoid certain situations in the future or avoid certain people, then you know because you've asked questions and become self aware of it. So mm. yeah, self awareness, it's it's powerful.
0: Here's a question. What's your purpose?
1: To positively impact as many human beings on this planet as possible, as I possibly can.
0: Mm. In what way?
1: Making them, if even just 1% happier in who they are, what they're doing and just within their lives. Because there is just so much negativity, so much shit, so much pressure, so much trouble, so much stress, there's so much... Negativity in this world. And if I can be that 1% light for somebody, I will be. And that's the complete driving force behind Active with Amy and everything I do in terms of work and wellness and mindset and exercise. um So, yeah, it's just to bring as because I am a person that experiences extreme joy and I have for like all of my life. And I'm just, obviously I have my bad days. I am human, of course, but I know what sure? it's like to of course <laughs> <so>. <laughs> uh, I hope so anyways or else I'd be an absolute robot walking around here with a smile on my face 24 yeah, um, 7 yeah but no uh, I, I have experienced extreme joy and I want to like give the tools and the help I can for other people to experience that and just to master their minds because we live every single day in our heads and if we can't control it life becomes unbearing so getting control of in our heads means things and life becomes a small bit easier so yeah That's Mm. my purpose.
0: I love it how you said happiness first, you know, because I think it's life's currency, you know?
1: Absolutely. If there is one goal that every single human being has on this planet, it is to be happy. Mm. It is literally the core of everything. Now, there are things that will make a person happy, of course, but that is the core thing that everyone looks for.
0: Where, Where do you think that came from? think it was taught as a kid do you think it was like a life a specific life experience Do you think it's kind of innate and you were kind of born with it being happy that school of thought yeah
1: um it's really interesting because i i only actually properly realized my purpose was i'd say it was like a year and a half ago like i actually didn't know i thought it was going to be like go get people like fit and healthy exercise wise because i know how much that brought me joy and clarity and everything positive but I remember as a child one just random example I was in a shop with my mom and this woman she obviously knew um had I was w- with her and to started having a conversation but the woman said your daughter just looked so happy it was something so small she said mm-hmm. and that's just one example and then I had a fifth class teacher and a sixth class teacher in primary school and at my primary school um teacher meetings mama went and she came home and like, she gave me the feedback i was a really good student i love school but she came home and gave me the, the <laughs> feedback the feedback anyway oh absolutely proud to be but i uh, gave me the feedback and two of my teachers was like she so i can't remember exactly word for word but they were just saying she always has a smile on her face and it's extremely contagious and i don't you know i've been a child and told this and i was like oh that's really nice yay no mm. so, uh but then yeah like a year ago i was like what is it that i'm so good at and that I am good at putting myself like a state of mind, putting myself into that I can do to help people. And I was like, the word that pops up was happiness. And I was like, I can teach people to be happier. And I literally, it was like a light bulb moment. I was like, oh my God. And then all those little things that happened growing up and the things I was told, um, then popped into my head. And I was like, oh my God, people have been saying this from, to me for years, but I never like, you know, tuned in on it or zoomed in on it. Um, but yeah, I think, That's where I came from, like if I look back and I've, I've always been like this. I am so grateful I have been, but I also think I'm quite mentally resilient and I do put the work in. Like happiness isn't a thing, it's a habit. You need to get into the habit of doing things to put you in a certain state. And as life gets, or as I get older and life goes on, life gets harder and there's so much more pressure and stressors and everything. But having the tools and knowing what I can tap into to put me back in a more positive state is extremely extremely beneficial, and I've taught myself over the years to do that. Like as a child, obviously, I'm innately just so joyous because we don't think as much when chil- we're children. The more we think, the more negative we can become. I suppose we should say. I would say. Um, but as you as you get older, you think more, you worry more, you have so much more responsibility and stuff. So it's that little bit harder. But then having the practices to put you back in that state, and when I'm in that state, I'm just absolutely just living life as I want to live life, and that's all we kind of need to do.
0: Mm. you seem like you're a lighthouse that's how I would I know, uh, describe it
1: a lighthouse
0: yeah you kind of guide everybody else
1: yeah I suppose like I, my job is a coach so like yeah I do teach and uh, I do help lighthouse never heard that one before
0: yeah I, I was um I kind of um one of my mates brought it up to me a while back basically made the example they were given uh this analogy and i was like kind of thought about it and like oh okay yeah somebody who enables other people to kind of find sure right find that that euphoric land happiness land new promise land whatever you want to call it right that's
2: Um, so cute i would uh
0: yeah i would um that's that's the vibe i get and that's the vibe i I got that's why i sent you an email i was like this is interesting you know
1: And yeah, like will attract like. So obviously there's something in you that sees that too. Um, It's actually interesting you say that lighthouse thing. My friend sent me a post today, right? And it was the cutest thing ever. But she said I was a sunflower. So she sent me this post on Instagram. I don't know if this is going to be on video. You posted it, right? Yes, I did. I'm going to read it just because it's so... I wouldn't say boom, it's like a little thing but it goes sometimes in life you cross paths with someone who instantly makes you feel calm, refreshed, alive and wholesome. They encourage your dreams and celebrate your wins without one ounce of jealousy. They just want what's best for you and, and you for them. There isn't much more to it. They are warm and bright, loving and loyal. You can't help but feel authentically happy in their presence like the best version of yourself. And then it goes, thank you for being my sunflower. So I would encourage everybody to be a lighthouse and to be a sunflower because... Life's so much better that way. Mm. <laughs> you spread the positive vibes and you will get it back.
0: Mm, for sure. For sure. Like I um, I really do. Like I fucking I, I sit down, go a little bit crazy and write some things down sometimes. Right. Uh, usually on a Sunday with a copious amounts of caffeine. But um, I think most people fall into the trap of I'm going to try and be the person I think you want me to be. Right. And that to me, again, simple blonde brain doesn't make any sense. So, I'm either way, I kind of think is you be you, and I'll learn to love that. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. That's the, who this person is. Probably not going to get on, or we're going to be a great business partner, or we're going to be great mates, or whatever the fuck it is, right? You're like, great. That's how that person is. I'm going to learn to love that. Rather than just like this weird middle ground where I'm going to play a character, you're going to play a character. And those characters are gonna gonna try and figure out the other characters. Once you're like, whoa, this is getting really Matrix complicated. Don't make sense. I was like, guys, just kind of do your thing, right? And then just give a little bit of love.
1: With that being said, though, like if you are gonna change your like, there is absolutely zero point changing yourself just to be seen in a certain way in the eyes of another person. Mm. Like being true to yourself, you're gonna you're gonna your people are gonna find you. Um, because like if you're doing so much changing and shape shifting or whatever, you're gonna attract the wrong people and it's going to catch up with you because eventually you're going to be so tired from it that you're like, what am I doing? Like I'm you'll be living in a lie essentially. So being your true authentic authentic oh my God, I can never say that word. Authentic self, <laughs> you will attract the people in your life that are meant to be in your life. And although there may be people at some stages that fit there, they may not fit there in a few years' time because mm. you may have changed or you may be a certain person and also that's okay um and that's even a thing like people come and go in life and that's a real big stressor and trouble for people but oh,
2: yeah, yeah. having
1: interventions to bring you back from that yeah. to a more positive state not even we won't even use the word positive but a better mind state is super important too so again back that's kind of went back to the whole happiness joyous thing but again having the things to help you be mentally resilient in life is so important
0: mm. That's something that used to fuck me up like totally is, is change. Why? Dunno. Um, I think um potentially out of fear. I I grew up like super scared about everything, a lot of violence, you know. Um, so anything that was gonna change was more than likely gonna change for the bad or was more than likely gonna end up in, you know, knives, crime, violence and not being in the best of situations. So I think subconsciously um, I learned to fear it and hate it and be like, no, 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 this is not going to be good. Like if I can see it in my hand and I can control it in the room and look after it in the room, I know it's okay, you know? Um, So if I knew something was coming up, it was going to change, didn't know what it was going to change into, already I'm scared of shit. I'm like, cool, where's the knife? Put it in my pocket you know, figure it out. I don't know who's coming through the door, you know, Yaddy added that that type of school of thought. Um, but over time, again, coming here, taught me a lot of lessons, spent a lot of time on my Billy Bob, um, just literally writing things down and just been like, okay, well, the only constant in life is change, you know, so you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna change that, son, you know.
1: Ironic, isn't it? The only constant in life is change.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> life is an oxymoron, right?
1: Ah, uh, life is an oxy bloody moron yeah yeah no it's something we can't avoid but it's something that we can embrace and we change it obviously it, t- it takes time to get used to your new circumstances or your new whatever it may be but you will be all the better for it and you will grow so much as a person you'll become so much more open-minded and the more growing you do the more you're equipped for life's experiences and whatever life's going to throw at you next mm. and then even just from change open-mindedness comes and the more open-mindedness a person is the absolute better, like hundred percent open, open-minded people are just incredible.
0: Hundred percent. Like you ever try and have a conversation with someone who is just like closed off, it's impossible.
1: Impossible. And again, that doesn't work. Like doesn't welcome vulnerability. Doesn't welcome oh, no. informality. And if we don't got them, we don't have connection. And connection is a human need, so important.
0: Hmm. I'd say it's. Was it? Is it number one?
1: Wouldn't say it's number one, but I would say it's on the start or very high up on a list of needs.
0: What is number one?
1: Hmm. I think it's subjective, but first one that springs to mind, I would presume would be love.
0: Weird. It's like I'm talking to a mirror.
1: Is that what you were going to say?
0: Yeah, legit.
1: Yeah. Or and I would kind of argue between love and safety, but I think with love, come safety mm. um, Jesus getting proper deep in emotions this chat did not think of you <laughs> this week um, but um, yeah like there's there's even um, there's actually a TikTok trend at the moment and it's actually very it's cringe but it's kind of cute at the same time depends how you want to look at it but it's like oh I'm tired I want to go home and then it goes flicks into like these um, like kind of collages of people with their boyfriend or girlfriend or partner or whatever Um, and home is somewhere where you feel safe. And if home is a person, that's love. Do you get me? Do you get
0: me? I'd make the same thing, but I would just end up in the gym.
1: (gasps) Oh, I've actually seen that a good few times. (laughs)
0: Underneath a heavy barber or something. Or cuddling my cat.
1: Oh, cat's cute. But also in the gym, people can feel safe because it's their their headspace. It's their place to go to clear their heads. Mm Mm-hmm. There's just so, there's so many avenues we can go down with this question, but I don't even know if we have the time for it.
0: <laughs> it's all right. I mean, <laughs> let, let the people go down their, uh, their own rabbit hole, you know, I got, I got three questions though. Okay. Yes. What's the greatest piece of life advice you've ever received?
1: <laughs> don't wait for the perfect moment to start something. Just start. Nothing is ever perfect and you'll learn as you go along.
2: Oof that's good
1: I live by that all the time I always say to people it was in like a, it wasn't even advice I was given I'm such a I love deep conversation or even conversation in general and someone just mentioned it like in a passing comment in a conversation it's like well if I waited for the perfect moment it never get done so I just did it and I was like oh my god ding light bulb that is the best thing ever and it was kind of like when I was <laughs> I was like setting up my business and I, I, I just really resonated with it because I was all I was like this has to be perfect I need to know how to do this 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 and I was like if I have to wait for all of this to be perfect I'm never going to start so yeah perfectionism ain't it
0: <laughs> perfect's a lie perfect is a lie yeah 100% you know we're organic right means we're going to end up dying one day which means we have an imperfect streak we as human beings are not perfect so how can we replicate? It?
1: Be perfectly imperfect is all I'll say.
0: Mm. Again, oxymoronic. Yeah. <laughs> what's the uh what's the worst piece of life advice you've ever received?
1: Um I to be honest, I don't know. If I was to receive really bad life advice, it would go in one ear and out the other, and I wouldn't even think about it for more than five seconds.
2: Well, that's
1: I cannot, pretty good life advice. Say, cannot. Cannot. Um, yeah, I know. I actually can't think of one. Maybe it wasn't even bad life advice, but if my parents wanted me to be a primary school teacher my whole life, and if I listened to that, I would not be where I am now, wouldn't be an entrepreneur, wouldn't have my own business, wouldn't be doing what I'm doing, and wouldn't mm-hmm. be living in my purpose. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't think that was bad life advice. That was just life.
0: Mm-hmm. What's three words you tell your younger self?
1: i'm so bad at these questions come on boss anything anything to do with younger self i'm like so i have terrible imposter syndrome so trying to tell myself something yes terrible i find it so hard to be proud of myself for things i do or if i i'm such an overachiever and when i achieve something i don't sit and i'm like oh that's cool i just go on to the next thing on the next thing and the next thing yeah um three pieces of life advice well or not like three things I'd say I'll just say I'm proud of myself my proud of my younger self actually yeah I would say that I'd say I'm very proud of my younger self I came from a very low-income family and I've made something for myself completely outside of what I was brought up in which I think is huge mm-hmm. because you can fall so subject to your environment and I didn't in my case I am so proud of myself where even saying that's a massive thing. Um, what else did I say? Just things I already do. Don't care what people think of you, which I'm quite good at. Like, obviously, it affects me sometimes, but not always. And it's good to be independent. That's the third thing that popped into my head.
2: Mm. I like it.
1: That was a very hard question to answer. Why? I don't know. That was just like I I could talk for Ireland, and that question just completely floored me there. <laughs> uh,
0: it's I don't think a lot of people give themselves love for their longer self. You know, they kind of they cast a little bit of prejudice on themselves, um, and then that's kind of it. And they live in this kind of distorted reality of something in the future, but it's like just kind of go back and just give yourself a little bit of a high five and a hug you know, and the future is going to look after itself, man. Let's just kind of focus on what we're doing right now, you know. Um, and it's always interesting. I I learn from people when I hear these answers.
1: Yeah. What would you say?
0: To my younger self. Mm. See another side. Really? Yeah. Why that? Because, uh, again, I grew up in a violent place and um, it moulds um, a young man's mind and um, there's always a different perspective no matter what we're looking at it's always going to be different from different sides of the conversation um, and I wouldn't say I was completely shut off by it uh, but I think I was definitely playing out a pre-written destiny you know um, and it's like dude you don't have to you don't have to do these things
1: that is so huge, though, to like know that you don't have to go down a path that that's something you were around in your environment and something you unfor- unfortunately were in to change from that and be like, I'm no longer going to be a part of this. and I'm going to see you on the other side is huge. So that is a very good answer. Oh, thank you. Welcome.
0: Mate, I appreciate it so much. Zoom's going to give me the boot. Do you want to keep talking or we don't? Yeah. It's up to you. Yeah, I got time. Give me give
2: me two minutes.
0: Okay. Part two, boys.